Hi, I'm Ridula, your companion on Refractions Pod. We're going to delve into skincare and wellness and also sprinkle in some storytelling magic. Join me as we unravel some secrets, swap some tips and talk about all the little rituals that make us feel better. This is more than just a podcast. It's a casual, cozy chat and sharing of experiences. So come on, kick back, relax, and welcome to Refraction. Today we have with us a luminary in the world of cinema. She possesses a formidable acting talent. Her on-screen presence is a blend of depth, nuance, and emotional resonance. With each role, she elevates storytelling effortlessly. So today we have with us Shahana Goswami. Shahana, welcome to Refractions Podcast. Thank you. Um, just begin by, by telling me a little about how you got into acting and did you do like pretend play as a child? Did you Always. <laughs> I, was, I was that child constantly like, I think I used to talk to myself and make up stories and play them out myself all the time. So I was a big one for whenever I got any free time, that's what I'd be doing. You're a natural then. I was never trained, so I had a lot of insecurities about that. But then I realized, I guess I was made to do this because now I've been doing it for so long. And I feel like the less I think about it, the better I'm at doing it. So To make it seem more genuine, like as you're acting, you know, with, with somebody, are you gonna, what do these serious scenes and characters do to you? Like, do you take this work home sometimes if no, you're playing serious? I don't take it home even in them, like, in between shots, I'm laughing. So it's like I'm switch on, switch off. Because for me, it's like filmmaking is very complicated. Like there's so much going on behind yeah. the scenes as you are also now getting to yeah. experience. So yeah. there's so much in between a cut and a take that you end up like, yeah, yeah, just going, switching on. And so then what is your process then? Because how do you bring like depth into your performance? Because I, you know, whatever I have seen of it, it's, quite serious and in like in your acting mm. your skill basically it's I think just like being able to imagine the scenario that I'm playing out right. so I I keep imagining it actually happening and how I would be or how that character would be in that moment and then reacting basically and over time I've realized all that planning and all that is never something that I did in any case. But now I understand why I don't because it helps me to be in the moment. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's just be present, being as present. And it's hard to do that sometimes because yeah. we're so used to being distracted in so many ways or overthinking things and whatever. So to be truly present where you allow yourself to really listen, to really react, really uh, do it each time as if you haven't yeah. hearing it for the first time that's the I think that that's all that's all right and have you connected to any of your characters so that it's kind of changed a little bit or you learn something from that character's experience from the characters yeah I think all the characters have kind of they've already had aspects that are like me and then there are things that I have imbibed and learned from them or explored a certain side of myself yeah. through that character so yeah. it's like oh okay interesting that I have access to that I mean for example yeah I was saying this the other day to someone like I have I don't get angry very easily and I only have moments of rage I've had only like a few times in my life and sometimes sadly with my mom <laughs> but uh, uh, that's the only place where it comes out but in on camera I have shouted and screamed so much 
and felt very natural doing it but I never do it otherwise so but it's, it's also like out of body right it's in someone else's character someone yeah so maybe yeah. it's some kind of catharsis that happens I don't know but like you're yeah. venting a venting or oh, yeah or getting to do it uh, legitimately <laughs> how are you navigating all the glamour and all of those things along with creating this good craft and art and all of those things there's one part which is of course the character when you play yeah. like when I did something like a suitable boy you know Meenakshi's got that certain flair and you know then you have to kind of be that person who has yeah. that flair and who's wearing those things and the glamour part and you know it would take two and a half hours to get ready and then I've played parts where five minutes to get ready no makeup like Zwigato yeah Zwigato was no makeup it was yeah. so good though yeah I mean how do you bridge that gap because you are not that person at all yeah in your real life and isn't that like a big transition to it is I actually don't even know how how I do it I, have, I don't have a process I don't mm-hmm. know maybe it's just uh, I think there's a lot of things that kind of bring it all together there's also yeah. the script the direction there's so much in- information that one has about yeah. the character and getting into hair makeup costume is a big part of it when you get into hair makeup costume you automatically start feeling like when you're in that setting yeah. of that space those things all help and then yeah then something happens i have no idea how yeah did you navigate this in your 20s different from your doing in your 30s like as as it goes and this your space within the industry how do you see it evolving i think the things that have shifted are more like my style of acting i would say is very similar i've always been instinctive and i've yeah. done things like that and my experience on a set has been also has always been really lovely and I've worked with great great actors right from the start of my career. So I've yeah. had a lot of luck with having really great co-actors and directors that I've worked with. But I think the things that have changed is more when things are good and you've got your dreams have come true, then you start thinking more into the nuances of it. So for me, it's more now I want to explore more. I want to be more involved. For me, it's not important to be the main lead of it, of a, a thing. But it's for me, it's more about feeling like what we call HOD, which is the head of the department. You want to feel invested enough yeah. in the project with the team, in the collaborative part of it, of to to feel like you were part of something. Yeah. You come in and do you know a few days and go out, that's not my interest anymore. It doesn't excite me. I want to feel like I'm a part of the head of the creative team. Yeah. In some that is nice. So do you see a difference though? You know, your male counterparts and women. Do we get that say in these things and making the decisions or they, you know, how is it now? Is it evolving? Is it changing? I think it depends on the projects because I've ended up doing, actually funnily enough, I think I've worked with more female directors than I've worked with male directors. Most of my projects have been very female-centric. Right. The characters and the storylines have been female-centric. So in that, I think there's never been a problem. But I've generally never had a problem in terms of, I think the kind of directors I've worked with, they're very collaborative in nature. So... They all do like that kind of input and they allow for that space from their actors, whether they're male or female. That part, I think, has been yeah. very easy and uh, yeah. collaborative. Yeah, I see like whatever you've been part of, that whole angle of objectifying women hmm. has sort of flipped on the other side. Yeah. And I feel it's new age in a way where, you know, like when it is, nudity or something like that gilts handled in such a different manner yeah than it has ever been yeah and how do how do you deal with that if you you know you're obviously being told that there's going to be some intimate scenes and whatever how do you make your decisions on that 
to me it's always i've actually done a lot of it through my career i think of right from the start and i think of it as any other scene and i'm i think maybe i'm lucky that i have a certain ease with my body which i'm not conscious of my yeah. body i mean yeah. i could strip in this room also it wouldn't really make a difference to me yeah. and it has nothing to do with uh you know being we all have our own things of feeling like oh this should be less that should be more all that is different yeah. but i'm not body conscious in terms of like you know being shy or being awkward and something about the film setting for me like i don't even have you know we often have this closed set when we're doing yeah. it since i don't need that for example like yeah to me i feel like it's like any other scene everybody who needs to be there should be there right i don't have a problem so you're a thorough professional yeah <laughs> i'm here yeah yeah been done yeah yeah so that and people are very professional around you and these places you always need to feel like people really take care of you like yeah. when you do an emotional scene when you're yeah. doing something which demands something of you when you're doing yeah. a very physical scene people will always take care of you on set so yeah. i feel very taken care of by as as a with the whole team and yeah. you know everybody around yeah you know from the spot boys to the lighting everybody is sensitive you know to things that i have yeah that's the thing i was when i was watching bombay bacon i was like how have you handled this like yeah. you know just to even look like you're doing something sexual or whatever yeah. it's there's a fine line there right yeah yeah it's... and then the light guy will just say are kiss on this remove this side the uh, light uh, 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 get the light on this side <laughs> like that no thanks so that doesn't happen but like they they set up romantic you might be in a romantic scene but yeah it's very is unromantic it's totally like i just the show i was doing also there was a lot of love making and all that it's so yeah. choreographed it's like it's like it's like a dance you know yeah. film acting is like a dance so yeah. it's like you learn a choreography you understand the you know the choreography of emotions choreography yeah. of movement choreography of kissing this that what everything is kind of mapped you know yeah so and i think everybody is bringing a professional game there yeah hopefully there are not cd people along the way in fact funnily enough all the things that i've done the men unfortunately have been not unfortunately like what i mean is the men have been more un- 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 uncomfortable because for them it's a very weird thing because they'll always feel like they might be doing something wrong also most of them are married yeah also <laughs> that then uh but even otherwise like there's just a uh, so much discomfort for them i've been like consoling them being like it's okay it's okay don't worry yeah because they also don't want to cross a don't line cross a line and all that yeah so yeah yeah so tell me earlier i said that you know you are a serious actress do you feel like you've been typecasted in a way and you get only serious roles and what would you like to do that's going to break you out of that yeah i think the typecasting is something that ends up happening naturally you know like if you think about it even if we were as sitting and chatting and we were like yeah. who would you cast for this role we'll think of someone who's already played that role Correct. basically right so that's because the mind works like that yeah so i understand why it happens so partly i have um tried to over, uh, this is also part of what we asked earlier like now i often say no to things that are very similar to kind of the moods and the spaces that i've already explored as an actor yeah and if it's very similar in tonality to other things i've done then i don't like i end up saying no to yeah. it because i don't want to keep doing the same thing and you the only way to make space for something like that is to say no no's make yeah. space for the yeses that will come so there was a phase when i said no to lots of things like that and then it shifted and things i think there's a big thing i mean the only problem is that you can't make it like you have to wait for a project to come along that allows for you to do it yeah. but in that sense weirdly enough i think just like 
being wishful and hopeful and setting putting it out there in the yeah. universe and putting it out there in any way and form possible makes it kind of allow for it to happen yeah all these streaming platforms now there's so much yeah content that's being created there's so much avenue of getting different exactly there's been a resurgence of all the 90s and 2000 actresses all are yeah everybody's back everybody's yeah back. so do you feel more positive about women coming back in their 40s in their 50s we've got everybody this shushmita and yeah a come back and what do you think about that how does that make your trajectory also you know the longevity of your career you know, i feel like i have surfed the wave exactly as it was coming up and i'll keep surfing it so i my yeah. timing of entering the career my the, the my yeah. the industry was also such that i entered at a time when things were already shifting yeah and i entered in the era when bollywood was becoming less bollywood whether it was a rock on or whatever you know it was it was not no longer the quintessential bollywood what yeah. we called masala film it was beginning to start explore differently yeah and now it's only expanded and somehow for me i don't think like sometimes i i'm like oh wow it's going to be like this july it'll be 18 years that i've been working wow you know so i'm like that's crazy you know or whatever meeting yeah 19 years 19 years wow 19 years so i feel like i never thought of an end to my i always imagined that i'll keep acting yeah and it happened so i have no reason to feel in fact i have always felt i would do way more but i feel you didn't pigeon hole yourself yourself by wanting to be that glamorous hero is hero yeah see that is where that variety yeah. just goes and then you're chasing something that maybe you know but earlier i feel like a lot of those people who are now like who were actors yeah. in the 90s are, they didn't have an option yeah it's not that they necessarily the wanted the to be was. yeah that's just the way the filmmaking was i i don't think that they necessarily they were also craved good roles yeah. they would have perhaps played older younger whatever required yeah. or something more nuanced yeah. but they just they were never written in yeah. that way because it was more male centric the male characters were written so badly Bad. it was so two dimensional like, yeah. you know it was nothing so yeah. writing and having improved now all kind of characters yeah. uh, you know their space and scope i mean that way right now i feel like even teenage characters or younger yeah. characters are also better written un- unlike what they were in the 90s yeah. like maji adrekna papa and you yeah. that kind of whatever <laughs> you know like so it's not as cliched anymore you know? yeah yeah so you've not really that's why i was saying that you've not succumbed to you know change your appearance in a way or anything to sort of fit the bill no. but then you've created your own sort of way yeah yeah so i and i i think I, that's i've been lucky and that's because i also feel like if i had to i often ask myself that because the first audition i did i got and then after that i kept getting stuff and it was just the kind of stuff that suited me yeah you know and i've had a great journey in terms of the work i've done and the people that i've worked with yeah and i wonder sometimes that if i had been rejected and if i had to be put into like if i was made to fit into a box in a sense or try to be another way would i have done it i would have stopped acting perhaps for sake and the pleasure of because it. for me i'm somebody who at the end of the day i i can't fake it for too long i have to yeah. be able to be myself yeah so that is the biggest lucky factor for me that in an industry which is known to demand you to shift and change i have never been yeah i've been appreciated for being who i am and do you think like it's Bollywood has become a little bit safer after this whole Me Too thing. Is it better for the girls these days? 
I hope so. I yeah. think so. I hope so. But I think it's also uh, uh, things like there is also a lot more equality in the number of people in a crew. Like the girls and the boys are almost even. Sometimes there are more girls, in fact. So uh, I think those things also help. That when you have more people around. Plus, I think the younger generation anyway is yeah. more. They've grown up differently. They've not yeah. grown up with that much patriarchy. Yeah. Uh, or the effects of patriarchy have not been that strong on that on the younger generation. So I feel like it's shifting and changing, but it's also just people. Are, uh, these are also things that are talked about more openly now. Yeah. Think about so, it before me too. It was never nothing was ever talked about. Yeah. It was yeah. always in like. Parties and like you know, just friend circles. Publicly, nobody ever talked talk yeah. about any of this stuff. So, um, so I think those things help. That there's yeah, there's a lot more conversation around everything. Yeah, getting to play good characters and sort of handling it as a business. Like, how do you see this pay parity thing? You know, how do you meet between this creativity and then it being your bread butter? And men obviously getting, obviously. But it. no, but you know what I have to say. Um, I don't know about how characters, actors, and all get ready. But can I say something? You know, pay parity is not there. So the man woman thing may be true of certain things, yeah. and but it's there across everything. Yeah. If there's a film full of women, there will be pay parity even in that. Right. Because there is, it's a power thing at the end of the day. Yeah. It, and it's to do with it is never. It's never been based on. See, the film industry doesn't have. You don't have. Oh, I'm a doctor. I'm a uh, you know I've got yeah. this diploma than that. Or you, your it's very intangible. Your yeah. skills, right? Yeah. And your success also is intangible. Yeah. It's really something where I've I've had the opposite as well. Where I know I've been paid double of what the other person has been paid. Yeah. Who's a man, by the way? Yeah. So, and we're playing the same level of parts. Right. You know, equal parts. So. So that's also happened now. Yeah. Where can I? I can't. I can't make that statement that the pay parity is only uh, happening one when way. One way. Yeah. So it's obviously changing. There is women are, have made space. The characters are being written for them. I'm saying there is no change. But then pay parity. But it's not to do. There's no change in terms of the hierarchical nature of of payments in this business, at least. Yeah. Because that will always be there. Who the subject uh, and the object is will keep changing. That's all. Like I said, between in any ensemble cast, if they actually sat and discussed the payments, it's really about how how well your negotiating power was and where you stand in the right. scheme of things and how much they wanted you. Yeah, so it's really about that. Yeah, if they really wanted you, then they're gonna do the thing. Yeah, and they'll obviously push to see if you're gonna do it for yeah or X yeah. or whatever. And now that thing, I think the uh, the earlier pay parity was more to do with when you have a big star and you have okay. a, an actress, then it's almost like oh, you're you know, it's it's in your benefit to be acting with this, which is also true. You yeah. after that film, you are going to be charging a bomb. Correct. So I look at this business. I have no judgment. I have understanding about it, and I understand why it happens the way it is. Yeah. When I, if somebody is not taking me in their film, like in a in a big budget. Sanjay Leela Bhansali film. If he's not taking me as his lead, it's economics. I understand that because he's yeah. for to justify the money that he's he needs eyeballs, and for eyeballs he needs someone who's that he's missing out. That's another matter. <laughs> but that's a separate thing. I mean, those people should also take chances. And I mean, I'm not saying yeah. him specifically. I'm saying generally, like people should also know that you are in a position of power to create a star, also to bring people's attention yeah. to something else, also. But that's a separate thing. But I'm saying 
it's um yeah it's just um one of those spaces where uh i forgot what i was saying only <laughs> it's fine we were talking about uh, pay and something ha yeah anyway um yeah okay so tell me what how much are you you know like thinking about you know cgi and then digital anti aging in movies and you know what do you think is it going to undermine your skill of acting like if you can do everything on cgi i don't you know i'm i think i have great faith in the human quality of being human you know and i have eternal faith in the fact that nothing can take that that away because at the end of the day it's catering to human beings you know everybody said theaters will disappear they can't that's an experience human beings enjoy that experience of coming together yeah. and watching something yeah it's never going to go away that doesn't mean that you can't also enjoy sitting in bed and watching something or sitting on your phone and watching yeah. something but that is not going to go away yeah it will it will always be there you know and similarly i feel like you can't take away that the feel of seeing another's flesh of seeing another actual yeah and feeling an emotion which is different from watching something that's animated when you're watching something animated you know it's not real yeah when you're watching something real it has a different feel yeah so that thing i don't feel the the beauty i mean when you're shooting you realize the magic yeah. is in the mistakes in the moment so fumbling and the real yeah so that you can't you can't uh, re- yeah so i feel like that thing of being touched by someone yeah. because of the way they they perform and they do something for real that can't be replaced by it you yeah. can have an additional element of enhance the thing no or you can have films that are all ai and yeah, that exactly it's own genre but it's not going to take away from people wanting to see real people act yeah of course and how in all of this you know you're so busy today you've done like things you have come away just yeah yeah how do you have an emotional and mental balance whilst looking good whilst remembering your dialogues and you know all of those things how what do you do to like just strike a balance so the simple answer is to be present there's no other option the more you're present in the moment that you're in yeah the more you're able to do without get because most of our fatigue is mental yeah. oh shit i have this oh shit i have that oh shit it's it's that yeah. your body will cope because it Yeah. you know you're in in the zone being yeah. what you need to beyond that i am i think for me um exercising is another thing that really has yeah. or helped me shed a lot of things and spirituality i think a lot of just being mindful aware meditating whenever because sometimes what happens is i'm also someone who loves time alone and i don't all, often get time alone so i've learned that i but i enjoy being in people's company as well yeah. so i've learned how to recharge quickly while being around people also yeah. and the best way to do that is actually be truly in the moment what's your advice for people who are just coming in and in the industry yes as actors you uh-huh. know i think just observe i i have learned so much from just being curious yeah to stay curious to observe to watch to not just observe externally but observe internally because that really helps you give in scenes and if you are aware of your own emotions if you are aware of your own reactions your own things then you're able to use it when you need to use it for a character but other than that just observe life around you live life i feel my biggest 
teacher for acting has been living life honestly it would be that just to yeah. to to be able to observe stay curious and also find opportunities right that's tough when you think okay i'm going to be an actor yeah. access and opportunity is very difficult and yeah. that's like our industry is not designed that way anywhere yeah. else i think there's a system where you you attach yourself to a, yeah. uh, an agency then the casting people uh, always the calls always go to the agencies they send the people but here you don't have yeah that system so it's very tough it's really a luck game that happens unfortunately and maybe there should be some kind of a system but there isn't yeah would you ever like to do you know direct yes. or write yes. is that yes. something that was always part of the plan and bring more women stories and you know those kind of things yeah that's always been part of the plan i think um since i was a kid i there was a separate acting dream and separate directing dream and they, and to me they are separate i will not act in what i yeah. direct i don't wish to direct yeah. myself yeah yeah right, of course because i i feel like you've just you've got more than just the natural flair and the you know depth yeah i love film making like yeah. for me that curiosity on set from day one i've learned and seen and understood so much and it's because i love it like i'm i'm yeah uh, there's a there is a part of me that wants to be able to create that yeah, yeah. that's another just another step yeah me i mean i don't know directing writing having your own production house the, the yeah. thing is endless right yeah it's endless yeah yeah and i feel more women doing that actually puts other younger women also in certain spaces to sort of come in and approach isn't it like you feel easier if there was a woman director yeah um, of we... course yeah like right now this show i'm doing the 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 showrunner is a yeah. uh, a female and the director is also female and there are a lot of females in the in the crew so i think there is a sense of yeah. safety that people do feel and and feel more maybe seen in a certain way uh, which is different so how was working with nandita das how was amazing even my second time round with her her first film i acted in firak so we after 10 years or so we were you know acting again together i mean i mean she directed me and she's amazing she's an extremely extremely talented director in the yeah. way she goes about um you know she's very hands on she's very the way she gives instructions also the nuances um she's a pleasure to work with yeah complete pleasure lovely what do you think your parents wanted for you when you were growing up and you started acting what was the, did you ever think about their perspective what they wanted for their child wow i actually never did because i was an economist what, what but my parents have always been both uh, my mother and my father have both done a lot of things in the arts like my father has acted um my mother has acted my mother is still acting my mother has learned dance so nobody just they never did it as their full time job and i think for them they would i don't know if they had a dream for me i think they just wanted me to do whatever i wanted to do and i grew up with that i mean i don't like when you ask me this question i realize i never even thought of it because i was brought up to be independent okay give us an advice that you haven't got and you just learned it through experience in the business yeah in the or in life, in life one advice that you never got and you think hey nobody told me this i don't think we're told often enough to be ourselves 
like I said, my parents encouraged me to be yeah. whoever I wanted to be. But there's a difference between that and being told. Like it's something that I end up telling people all the time. Just be yourself, whatever that is. Because something about being yourself allows you to know yourself. Because to be yourself, you have to first know yourself. There's so much conditioning, so many other things. And a large part of who we are or who we think we are is like we are unknown to ourselves. So some to me, I feel like that would be the thing of just to to be able to... Because when you, when you start telling yourself that, okay, I'm going to be myself, then you actually start seeing like, oh, it's like freedom. I always say, yeah. when you're free to be anything or do anything, that's the biggest responsibility because now you have nothing to blame. Yeah, it's exist. You can't, you can't blame any yeah. anything, right? Yeah. Because you're making your choices. So I feel that about being yourself. I feel we, we're all free to be ourselves. We have to learn how to be ourselves and then sit and choose who we really are, who we need to be in the moment. And I feel parents have a big contribution. Yeah. Actually in that. But yes, you know, I was watching this very nice clip of this kid. She was helping her mother cook. She was just two years old, three years old. She cracked her egg and it broke. The mother didn't flinch. Yeah. Any mother in India, she would lose it. Yeah. You know, but she literally said, it's okay, baby. And then she took another thing and taught her how to do it. So that kind of intervention, yeah. I think parents need to change that. Yeah. Because I feel we take it upon ourselves that our kid yes. is ace. Yeah. They're studying well, they're well-behaved. They're doing Correct. It's crazy. Yeah. Because they're their own people, you know, now I've got two kids. Yeah. Yeah. How much am I going to control their life? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, and I think we've forgotten how to kind of hold space for each other. Yeah. In general. Yeah. And which is why the only way to do that is when you are encouraging yourself to be yourself, then you'll encourage others to be themselves. Yeah. The reason why parents also have done that is because nobody told them to be themselves either. Yeah. They had to abide by other, their stand parents, here, stand straight their parents uh, requirements of them. And, and you know, yeah. that's what they understand parenting to be then. Right. Yeah. So the more you tell yourself and others to be themselves, the yeah. more you are going to be able to old space for other people around you not just to your kids and yeah. but just anyone otherwise there's this uh, weird kind of self-centeredness that comes in yeah. uh, or complete like lack of awareness and sensitivity yeah. to anybody or anything around yeah even I in, even in my household I never felt like I was told to do this stand here do that ever mm. I was never told don't wear short skirt, you know, like this kind of stuff. I was modeling. My dad only told me this one funny thing. He was like, uh, he was like, you you can't stop studying. You can do whatever you want. You might need a real job one day. That's what he <laughs> So then I continued studying and I did all of that. But uh, yeah. yeah, yet I'm here. <laughs> Not doing everything, you know, without a schedule. And yeah, this kind of, thing. of course. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you one last question before that rapid fire. If I gave you a box of things you've ever lost, you're very young actually for this question, but if you've ever mm -hmm. lost, what is the first thing you will look for in that box when I give it to you? Nice question. Of course, I thought of a person. Yeah, but <laughs> it can be a person. It can be a thing. It can be anything. It can be a whatever. Um, oh. Two, then I have two nice ones. Okay. One is the person who got them very, who is my really close 
family friend, uncle, best friend, whatever. Like, and he died, so you know, I just thought of his name came to my head. And uh, the other thing that I've always wanted is accessing memories of what the ages of from one to six or five, which we've forgotten, because I feel like that brain must have been incredible. Dude. How much you're learning and what all you're thinking, and that's your pure. Like when I see kids, I'm like, you're so pure. I would really love to remember what I was thinking and how I was observing the world at that time. You know, what is good now, at least me and my generation as parents, we've made so many videos and pictures. My kids have a crazy memory of their one to four because they've seen home videos, they've seen, but we didn't have that. Parents were not chasing us with a video camera. Correct. So they always say, you remember, mommy, we went to uh, this beach and then daddy kicked the ball because they've seen us kind of dog. Right. But do they remember how they felt? Yeah, of course. Because when they look at it, they're like, oh, it was such a good day. Or, you know, all of them, mm-hmm. oh, this day, mommy, I fell down. They then connect it. So I feel it sort of jogs your memory a little bit if you had pictures and videos to back it up. Maybe. Strange, huh? Mm. I do have some memories, like of yeah. from when I was two and a half and all, very vivid memories. Yeah, yeah. I would love to have more of a feeling, yeah. my thoughts and all from that time. Listen, we were like the first people to get that Dionara TV so big with the big back. Oh yeah, thing back in the day. Yeah, and so there was no camera. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So things have changed. Things have changed a lot, but I feel lucky that we've seen so much of it. I'm like, oh. We've seen like from fax machines to black and white TV to... I had a TV which didn't have a remote. We had to go over gate and then you had to tune them. Yeah. All that also. And I'm like, and you get to see all all the new stuff. And then when that high-speed dubbing came, when you had to dub from one tape to the other, and then it would go in high speed and you will copy, people would come to our house and copy the tape. Oh, yeah. And Walkmans. Walkmans. I love Walkmans. Yeah. Disney Earlier I was Disney talking Disney. to Priya also, I was like, we, I think our generation lucked out because we actually saw, a, you know, we kind of went from analog to digital. Yeah. And so I think we are very lucky. We got lucky. And we, our ability to learn technology is not so alien, which yeah. it is for a slightly yeah. older generation that starts kind of being like, yeah. oh, this is too much. Uh, we Hopefully that won't happen to us. Yeah, and later. I think we our generations also like fought that conditioning a little bit. Yeah. And maybe our parents have something to contribute to that, actually, to be forward thinking. And yeah, yeah, yeah. us to grow the way we want. To. Yeah, absolutely. And sort of, we can then take it forward. Yeah. We'll be the cool one. Okay, I'm going to ask you some rapid fire pop quiz sort of thing. Who has been your favorite co-star? Oh, my God. That's a really hard one. Uh, no. Who are the easiest to work with? No tension. All of them. I've had really great coasters, but um, okay, Vivek Gombar. I worked with him twice. He's played my husband twice, so yeah. Is is he the guy from Bombay? Mm. Uh, he was nice. You look. You all had yeah. good, uh, was my husband and wife. Suitable, uh, suitable boy also, and then in uh, mm. Bombay. Do you do a seven step skincare? Not at all. I have just about started to insist on myself that I have to put cream. Yeah, hydrate. Which, by the way, I use your your uh, refreshers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. So yeah. that's nice to hear. How often do you wash your favorite bra? 
Oh, I don't have any such. Uh, I'll give my bras for washing. I just generally have become a person who doesn't. I don't wear something once and throw it away for wash, right? Yeah. This is real, right? Yeah. This except is, underwear. This is a phenomenon. Yeah. This is except for like panties. Nothing else will I throw immediately after wearing. It's like wearing jeans. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, do you like the Disney Princess Ariel or Jasmine? I'm more Ariel uh, time, so Ariel, okay. yeah. Texting or talking? Texting. What was your last song you downloaded? Oh, interesting. What was the last song I downloaded? I, you know, never, I never know names of songs. Uh, names of, uh, like, I know, basically on Spotify, when I hear something nice, I just download you it. save it. And then I familiarize myself with the name much later, but sometimes I don't know if I only know the melody. But usually it's something like, I love a lot of uh, little af uh, beats, like beats and rhythms and like Afro stuff. Okay. Yeah. Would you prefer in invisibility or super strength? Invisibility. Okay. Super strength I have. Yeah. At what age do you want to retire? No, I'm not retiring. At all? Not this life. Okay. What's your favorite TV show? Favorite TV show? Um, I don't know. And I have a do you have time to watch these TV? I do watch. I do watch. But okay. like I'm a web show. Yeah, but but I don't think I have a favorite. I'm so not being rapid. So so sad. It's anyway. fine. Do you have a celebrity crush? Did you have one before you started? So many. Uh, I had a huge crush on Amir Khan from 5 to 15. And then from 15 onwards, I had a huge crush on Million Soman, who then became my boyfriend. But yeah. What fun. Yeah. It's like dream gun. Yeah, yeah. That was full, uh, yeah, filming. This setting the bar that high, it's a bit like. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, done. Yeah. Um, have you slapped anyone? Never in life. And I have to slap only in films. Yeah. Gombar only I slapped. Oh, you saw in that, yeah, in Bombay Begums. Yeah. But in life, I haven't. Uh, really slapped, slapped anyone. Do you, do you get like. Have you made any comments and you got backlash any time? Uh, comment on like anything, like you have said something online and no, I'm okay. You're lucky. being lucky, man. I I realize like I anticipated because yeah. I think oh I'm saying something or doing something yeah. which we could have backlash, yeah. but I've not. Yeah, but I think you're a very open person, so maybe that is one of the things. You're not controversially open, but you're just open. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, could be possibly. What's your favorite carb? Favorite carb? Love. Well, pasta. I think I, I have a thing. Yeah. I love rice. Yeah. But rice is like... Mountain or sink? Mountain. I mean, I love mountain. If you see a spider, will you kill it or set it free? I don't kill anything. Okay. Yeah, even cockroaches now I don't kill. I can't. I mean, I feel very bad. Sometimes I try Even to... a nuclear weapon will not Musket kill also it. I don't kill. I'll put odomos and all that, but I won't kill it. Spider too, I love. I like spiders. You like spiders. Okay, good. Would you go to watch a movie alone? I prefer watching a movie. Even I've been yeah. many times. Since I was a kid and when I came to Bombay, that was one of the first things I did. Yeah. To go and watch movies alone. I would watch movies back to back alone. Mm. Do you have any stuffed toy in your house on your bed? No, man. This is the one thing that a lot of my friends have. And not just girlfriends. I know like people who've had some boys also have. Yeah, things that they've kept from childhood. Or I never was into stuffed toys. I don't know why. 
Do you prefer being confronted by a mini hippo or a giant cockroach? <laughs> mini hippo. Mini hippo, na? Yeah. Giant cockroach. Or she would uh, be quite something. Yeah. Scary. Okay, last one. Who inspires you? So many people, man. Um, young people doing things. Yeah. So professional, so good at what they do. Like it's really like I get I get inspired by a lot of uh, every person around me. You know, you see this. You take different things. Yeah. Different people. Yeah. Again, observe when you observe. There's enough to be inspired by everyone, every human being, even the worst person on the planet. Who you think? Something about them will be inspiring. That's what will make a world a better place. Yeah. So this will not boxing people as long as right. boxing people. Cool. <laughs> well done. Thanks, Shana, for coming and chatting with me. Thanks. This is so fun. Yeah. Thanks for coming. You've woken me up for sure. <laughs>